art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. go to the bar welcome to the romance bar good evening gotta good evening colleen and welcome to another edition of the romance bar where we discuss uh everything and occasionally we discuss romance books because <laughs> i feel like well Sometimes. I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like these the, the opener we discuss a lot of things and needless to say a lot of things have happened in the past two weeks especially to women and women of um, not just, you know, women of uh, Asian, uh, Asian background for any of our listeners that don't know what happened. um, Just it's, uh, you could do a Google search. Things have happened. So it was just like, um, Gato text me. She's like, "Uh, can we push off recording? And I was like, Oh, this is good because I'm not in the headspace to record and try to be all happy and upbeat. <laughs> and yeah. and Gata was in the knee deep, well, ankles. No, I think waist yeah. deep in her project. So I was like, okay, good. Because I can bounce back of just, it, I mean, it's just proof like in the news media of like, you can go out and be as safe as you possibly can and follow all the rules and shitty things still happen. So, mm-hmm. um, I here's my advice without going too political like um just as I'm sure we have an abundance of female listeners like I'm you know if the saying of just uh do everything you can and I feel like it's just proof like you have to like live your life to the fullest as best you can um and uh because you don't know what's going to happen you don't know when a crazed maniac is going to show up at your job um, mm-hmm. and be an asshole. And you also don't know when good people, pe- the things that the people who are supposed to be good people and do their job end up also being assholes. Um, as for the Sarah case in uh, the UK. So it's just, um, if it's, it's like the, the, the thing that New York adopted, which was like, if you see something, say something. So if you see some guy being shitty, and yes, guys, you're getting singled out because nine times out of ten, it's the guy. It, well, in these both stories, it was guys being assholes. So if you even like other women, if you pe- see people being assholes, call them out on it. That's all I got to say. Don't be afraid. Call them out. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, but I'm and it felt very int- jarring in the sense of what we've been reading where. Um, well, like this particular book, because a lot of people are so concerned of like, oh my God, you went out without a chaperone. And I'm like, wow, they'd be totally amazed at the stuff that happens today. And yeah, I know. And you're like, oh, the concerns that are going on for this character are still going on today in the 21st century. (laughs) Like things have not changed as much as we thought they have. No, no, they have not changed at all, actually. 
And in, in so many of the books I've read, we discovered that things for women have not evolved, nor have they changed in the grand scheme of things. Um, not really. No. You know? um, yeah. In the opening sequence of this book, like, it's a good thing she has a dagger, or I... Uh, I forgot. I, not that I forgot what it's called. I can't pronounce what it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. It's, it's a dagger. Yeah, she has a dagger. And it's a good thing she does, but she's also surrounded by like 20 guys ready to be assholes towards her. And yeah. like, it's a good thing she was prepared and that, you know, uh, a dashing duke comes to her rescue. But um, not every woman has the dashing duke to come to their rescue. So it's just try, you know, us try to be, you know, being aware and all of those things. And step, I think it's more or less proof. And I think also what our current VP says, like, it's it's on us to try to make things better as, you know, as better as possible and make things safer because guy, white guys are still going to be douchebags. Yeah. I apologize. I mean, I mean, <laughs> imagine leaving your ho- friend's home and your friend... You know, hey, just let me know when you get home. And you never get home. Right. Because some asshole, which is what happened to Sarah. And then right. imagine being at your job in some nutcase. Right. Walks in with a gun and kills kills you all. Because, right. you or, know. Because right. he's... Well, and, and what gets me so angry is like he was having a bad day. No, having a bad day is maybe... Um, coffee spilling all over you. That's yeah, having a bad day. Having a bad day a is you... Going out and like maybe getting, I don't know. You having a bad day is like okay, your pants rip and your underwear is showing. Exactly. Well, you don't have your underwear on. Your coffee spills on you. You get into a car accident and your boss screams at you in front of everybody. That's a bad day. Going or, into a, a someone's workspace and then shooting them—that's not having a bad day. That's being a terrorist. And That's what that is. I think Trevor Noah said it the best. And I know I, I, I reference Trevor Noah a lot. But he said, no, peop- I, no, who was having a bad day? The people that found out, the families of the victims, they're having a bad day because they love. Yeah. They love. Um, and it's just, I mean, I know I don't want to bring the topic down, but I feel like we are both women. And we've said it before of just like we, re- we read these books and it's like, even when we were reading Dark Lover, that starts off with Beth being attacked by uh-huh. somebody. And she's just walking down the street. She's not doing anything wrong. But somebody saw her. Yeah, and she's walking to her home. Right. Sarah in the UK was walking to her home. She was. She had her cell phone in her hand, her keys in her hand. You know, doing all the right, the quote unquote right things. And it's. You know, when the Black Lives Matter thing was happening and there was one news reporter who said, oh, I've had to have, you know, like, when do you have the talk with your son about what's going to happen with future police interactions? Every woman born uh, and that identifies with as a woman, um, born as a woman and identifies as a woman, and I'm sure, and I don't even... I can't even begin to grasp what happens to transgender people. Like, you are on a... Like, I fully support you on a whole other level. And I know it's like, and of course, if anyone, you know, recognize, and I can't even begin to grasp, but we've all had the talk of 
things are, there's a certain things that are going to happen to us as women that no matter how prepared we are, it's still going to happen. Like we have to always be on guard. Like, um, my, a friend of mine and I joke about the lady curfew, like, oh, the sun's down. We can't go outside without these safeguards in place. Like, oh, even though we have a dog with us, that's still not safe. That might like get us some modicum of safety, but not a lot. And, um, and also the, in what happened in Georgia, that was broad daylight. So, you know, there's no, like, there's no rhyme or reason. So it's, um, I just, anybody, I just say, uh, try to like, um, that these things are made aware. So it's like, okay, what, whatever it is, is like, how, like, where does the conversation start of like, how do you make sure like the, the mothers who are raising sons now that they are the, you know, the good people that, um, you want them to be or like the model citizens and like you know it comes off as like a joke because I remember reading it in like some romance novels like oh no my you know like you always see like oh my daughter's not going to date until she's like 35 I'm like because you know guys are going to be assholes and I'm like what does that say like okay so a girl has to be raised to be in that sort of level of fear but it's like okay so we don't change the way boys are raised (laughs) is the other half of that equation. Like it's, I feel like we're going way too deep here, Gata. <laughs> I mean, yes, but also it's a, it's a, it's a thing that we have to deal with constantly. Yes. Um, it's a situation that we have to think about when we leave our homes. It is. It's a thing that we have to plan for, you know, unconsciously you plan for this. Unconsciously, you think about this when you leave your home and you're out late, you know, for right. work, for visiting someone. You just think about this. I don't think people realize how women um, no. think about these things or how they, you know, play scenarios in their heads or how they like, okay, if I get, if this happens, this is what I could do. Um, I don't think they realize. And I think no. they think we're exaggerating. We're not exaggerating yeah. this. This is something that we do all the time. Um, right. Again, yeah, of just how, yeah. The price we pay for being who we are. Okay, for any guys who are listening, like how often do you say to um, your guy friend, hey, text me when you get home? Like a simple thing is that. Like, do you do that or do you say it to your sister? Say, hey, text me when you get home because she's a female. Like those sorts of things, like. The, the, it's an unconscious thing. And, you know, and when, with the whole thing that happened in Georgia, you know, of, and how they're talking about how like Asians have been hypersexualized, Asian females have been hypersexualized. And when they were showing it, and it's like, you don't even realize it because it's so ingrained. Like, because there was something fairly recent, such as Austin Powers. Um, you don't even realize it, but yeah, it's right there. I'm not saying I agree with it, you know, getting that it's wrong, but it's like those things that you don't even realize are so much ingrained in your culture and and not realizing that it offends or hurts somebody until somebody tells you differently. Um, that yes, that stuff is offensive. Um, and you thus change your mindscape and hopefully this changes some mindscapes about 
you know, you know, certain things and, um, that, but I think also guys, you have to do your job, but also like we as women try our, like being like the girls in this book of like, no, we have to like, uh, I'm thinking of, uh, a Duke, the lady and a baby. Like she was, she was there ready to protect her, you know, her, her friend. And she's like, okay, it's going to be the, the three of us going. <laughs> that's it. That's just, that's how it's going to be. And, you know, hoping for more people like that of like, no, we know what our circumstances are and we're going to have to try to uh, make better, better choices. So um, sorry for the heavy topic, but it, again, it was just a very, I feel it was just a very heavy news cycle back to back of, and again, as we've said, like with the books that we've read, that how much things have not changed or the story dynamics of how much like, oh, there's always going to be like a female in danger. And it's not always another female that's putting her in danger. It's another male that's mm-hmm. causing that danger. And again, in this book, that happens quite a bit. Um, she's sur- She's got some. She's got some douches around her and... Yeah. Douchebag, I feel, is a safe word to say. Like, it doesn't... I mean, it's not a, it, it's not a you know, safe for work word, but I mean, nothing good comes of them. <laughs> not for reals, yeah. Um, they're actually bad for you, so... I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is a heavy topic, and it's not something that we want to, you know, you want to, you, you're probably listening to this to forget the world, but also know that, you know, um, if you are someone who thinks like we do, um, in the sense that women, again, we plan how we do things. We think about how we're, you know, going to shopping or going to visit someone or going, you know, like driving at night. It's just things mm-hmm. that we think about all the time. Um, um, so but- don't don't feel like you're that your thoughts are not real because this is how we all think. It's just it's right. just the thing that we do. How often do you check your back seat before jumping in the car? Oh, or... always. Oh, always. Always. Um, always. Yeah, checking the back seat, checking under the car, anything. Or the minute you get in the car, lock the doors automatically. Like, it's just, those are, you know, automatic go-to steps. And um, I feel, and again, you, well, I think we even said that with, like, Penny Reed. Like, she didn't want to have a cell phone. We're like, girl this day and age, it's not safe for you to not have a cell phone (laughs) Yeah, Um, because of just the amount of things that can happen to a girl in the world. And again, what ends up happening, (laughs) uh, you know, almost, uh, almost getting killed by, uh, mobsters, I think. Right. Wasn't it mobsters? Yeah, I think so. I mean, again, we could go through the, the, the laundry list of, uh, the amount of times that I think books that we've even covered were like, okay, the girl's been in danger from somebody <laughs> uh, yeah. at some point in the book. Um, and I hate to say it. I mean, I know going forward, we're going to be finding more of them. Um, actually, one of my, one of the favorite books that's coming up that we're planning on, I know that's how she ends up meeting somebody else, but still, yeah, it happens. Uh, but yes, just be aware but let us take a deep breath and uh, with what are we drinking tonight, Gata? Uh, water. Me too. Let's all right. Let let's drink the water and let us cleanse and 
go into what why the pod our pod, podcast recording got a little delayed on Gata's end. I mean, okay, listen, I um I'm doing my living quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I'm painting, but I mean, when you want to paint, you have to also not just paint. You have to clean the walls. You have to s- fill the holes and spackle. <laughs> That's what and she said. Patch. <laughs> sorry, uh, I'm so sorry. Okay. I, I see Michael Scott has affected you, and I love that. Thank you, thank you so okay, much. So I've been listening to the Office Ladies <laughs> podcast. Shout out to them. Um, oh, I was waiting to best. finish the office before I started listening because I didn't want them to spoil. I haven't finished the office, but um, I've completed Michael Scott's entire time in the office. So um, uh, I'm yeah. listening to episode two. Yeah, when it was when they're talking about D- diversity day, mm-hmm. and they said, "Oh yeah, when they were doing like HR." things of what not to do and they kept showing clips of the office oh my god yeah of like okay so here's all the ways that like oh no this this could not happen today at all for lots of reasons yeah um, for lots of reasons like what we just were discussing so yes continue gotta <laughs> so uh so i've been um painting spackling sanding um, I did one whole wall, one well, one and a little bit of a wall. Um, I think I'm gonna paint my door. I just don't know what color yet. And um, today I, um, I've been cleaning things and arranging that corner, like that wall, so I don't have to go back to it. Um, I found a lot of things that I want to give away. Amazing. Um, yeah, I've, I have like three bags of clothes and shoes. Wow. Um, and I'm not done. Which oh, is I, really I believe- sad, which is really sad because that's old stuff that, you know, what was I doing with it? Like this whole time it was just sitting there. Right. Why did I hold on to this for some yeah. I'm also, uh, husband and I are also doing the purge of things, um, of just, and like, I'm, we're also trying to like, instead of also as a money saving thing of like, let's eat all of the things that are, we actually have like frozen or canned, uh-huh. um, yeah. Because it's like, all right, let's not, we have the things here. Let's, let's get rid of it. Cause this, I've overpacked our shelves and I'm like, okay, let's, let's actually eat some of this stuff. Cause it was, it's, it was a little bit of pandemic hoarding. I won't lie, you know, cause. Well, I mean, I don't think you're the only one. I did too. when I started going through it, um, and I cooked through all of the frozen stuff. Well, not all of it, some of it. And I baked or made something of the other stuff that I had just to get out of it, just to get it out. Cause I don't want to throw food out. I don't want to throw anything out. Oh, um, I made a new recipe though. Gotta that. Ooh, what did you make? Um, it was flank steak with smashed potatoes. Ooh. Uh, and I heard back rave reviews from everybody. So it was, and it was really easy to make. It really wasn't a lot of uh, prep time. It was from, uh, it was a La Crusette sheet pan recipe. Ooh, la croissette. So um, it said to marinate the meat for like one to two hours. I was like, no, any marinade. And this is just any guys out there. Here's your cooking tip for the week. Any marinade that's really like you really want it to like get absorbed into the meat overnight. 24 hours is solid to get it good and uh, tender and 
how, how you want it to taste. Uh-huh. So, and if it ever says leave it in a shoot pan, no, that takes up way too much space. Good old Ziploc because you can like put the meat in the Ziploc and like move it around without actually having to like touch the meat if you don't want to. Um, so yeah, let that marinate for a good 24 hours. And then it said just boil the potato because they're the little mini potatoes. So boil those for 15 minutes until you can put a fork through them. And when you're ready to cook the meat, uh, you just put it, you put the sheet pan under the broiler to like warm it up and then put the meat on it and then smash the potatoes around the meat and put olive oil and salt. And then it's five minutes on each side for the meat. And that's it. So, and then you have to like let it sit for 10 minutes. So it's like 20 minutes of work, but, and then there was like an herb sauce to put on the side. And I was like, oh, so good. I was like, oh, I'm so glad it came out better. Although my favorite thing to do with sour cream, are you a sour cream, sour cream fan, Gata? I am on tacos. Okay. So you know how like when you see it drizzled, you know, when you go to restaurants and things? Oh, yeah. So all you got to do is add water to that. Like just add, like just don't like add a cup of water. Like you just do it a little bit at a time to get it to the consistency you want. And dribble drizzles a lot better. Oh, nice! Yeah. You know, when we went to restaurants, that's that's what I liked about restaurants. We well, there, I, I saved you. I saved you a whole bunch of hat. I do. You know what? I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, man, I do kind of miss, like, especially the days where we went to restaurants and like sat there for hours. And why is it? I don't know if it's changed in pandemic times because they want you out so that way they can like sanitize everything. But mm-hmm. why is it when we you want to pay the check, the waiter is nowhere to be found. The waiter, you know, the server is nowhere to be found. Why is that? I yeah. don't know. I don't I don't mean to put any servers on blast, but it's like anytime you want to go pay I'm like, wouldn't you want your tip? That's the you thing want I'm your thinking. money, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm like, you want yeah, your money, or is yeah. it because you're not making any money, more money off the table? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know either, but yeah, I, I agree. I worked in fast food. I never worked in as a waiter or waitress, so I'm sorry. I didn't work in either, so I don't know. But, but you I appreciate you guys. <laughs> yes, we appreciate you. We, we appreciate love you. Um, we you support do, you. You do a lot of, that is hard. That's a hard work on your feet all day where I'm sure people ask very ridiculous things. Um, and, you know, and I'm sure it's not always pleasant. And I'm sure there are people who, you know, leave five cent tips. That's rude. That is very rude and obnoxious. And how dare you? Yes. Oh, wait. I'm, well, again, I'm always usual standard 20%. If you're really well, then it gets more. But yes. Actually, when I went to, and I'm not going to say how much, but when I went to, when I did my whole discover myself thing and I did the whole city thing, I went to Little Italy and I went to this wonderful place. Oh my God. It was so good. The food was so good. And not intentional. It wasn't intentional. I was planning to give more than 20 just because of the way things were. And I give double that. Oh. And I'm like, 
And then I walked in, I was like, oh, wow. Okay, well, I guess they were meant to have that money because I really didn't realize. Like, my mm. calculation was wrong. And I was like, imagine imagine being the idiot that goes back and say, hey, I tipped you way too much. Give me that money. I'm like, are you kidding me? Well, my mom would always yell at my father. Doris would always yell at my father, be like, come on, give 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 them more money. They're probably college kids working, you know, working a job to get themselves through college. Give them a little more. <laughs> they work I mean, really hard. The restaurant workers, the restaurant business have suffered the most of all of this. Yes, because absolutely. they depend on people being in places. Like takeout is great and all, but it doesn't right. pay for the tips. It doesn't pay for the waiters. It doesn't pay for a lot of the things. Right. So it's, you know, I think it's like you have to think about that when you go out. Now that we can, I mean, New York has um, opened up. You can go in, yeah, opened up and you can go dine in. I have not been dining in anywhere, but like no. if I did, it would definitely be more than normal just because of the way things are. Yes. I mean, I think we've even said this when we started this podcast, like if you can help, um, if you have the great fortune to, you know, give a little bit extra to those, you know, like supporting however you can. Um, I mean, yes. I mean, if you can, and if you can give a little bit more, do it. Like, it's not like I have money. I don't have money. Colleen does not have money. No. We both are broke people. Especially but honestly, if it, and coffee that we purchase. Exactly. But like, think of it this way. You buy a coffee every day and that coffee is not cheaper than $5. No. If you go to Starbucks, for example, $5 is the, is the thing. And you probably buy more than one cup coffee a day. Even if you do it one cup of coffee a day, that's $5. Right. So you're spending about $25 to $40 a week on coffee. Wouldn't it be better if you gave some of that money to someone who actually is going to use it right you know what I mean like it just it's like think of all the things that you buy that you throw away or you waste it's and true. just that's how you budget like okay that money that I gave to this person I was going to spend it on something stupid but you know what that person is going to pay their rent or pay a bill or do something for them which is which is how you need to think about it I think people don't think about this that way no it, well a lot okay. of people well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I, no, we went. Off. I was just thinking of, okay, so there's also been a lot of talk and about, I know we feel, I feel like we were, we're getting very much in the need of the cancel culture. Okay. Yeah. Of like, oh no, we can't support this place. But here's the other thing. Those places are open and the people who are working there are earning below minimum wage. This is a mm -hmm. hot topic. So if you're not supporting those businesses, you're not supporting the people who need to have those jobs so they can make the money that they're making. So yes, you, I can agree of like these companies are the corporate level makes bad decisions. I'm not going to dispute you here, but it's like everything needs to change. Like every business has a fault of whether it be their political views or however it is. But it's also mm -hmm. you have to keep in mind the, the person that you're dealing with, like the person you're ordering your $5 coffee from or the person you're ordering your number seven with extra cheese or whatever. I don't know. Um, whatever fast food place, you know there's a number seven and there's cheese involved. You, you get <laughs> the idea. 
you're helping keep that person in a job. Like you have to th- like, it's like, you have to think of it on that level too, because if you think of it of like, oh, they do horrible things, but also that person has a job. Like there's somebody who, especially in a time where they desperately need to have a job because of the pandemic and everything else. And also because of the pandemic, they're seeing a lot more people on, you know, on a daily basis. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I try to think like, I know it sounds like it, it's very much a catch 22, even though I never read that book. I never had to read that book. I say it too often. There's a lot of books that I should have read, but I never did. I know we've discussed I, yeah. this with heights um, of like, oh yeah, I had to read that, but um, like, you know, the year that we were supposed to read The Catcher in the Rye, my, I think my teacher didn't like it, so she picked a different book. Hey, Catcher in the Rye. I never read it. I just know it's associated with serial killers or um, uh, assassins. Sorry, assassins. Yeah. I don't remember, nor do I want to. Uh, I just, I just know there's a lot of problems with it. I don't know that it's a problematic book. That's all I know about it. But it's a book we'll never be discussing on this podcast. Whether and Heights. Um, maybe if my sister ever has the guts to come on here, we will discuss Weather and Heights. Oh yes, uh, maybe. Yeah. You know what I think? Maybe we should do for one episode. Because we reference it enough, mm-hmm. I think we should rank Pride and Prejudice adaptations. <gasps> yes, we should definitely. Books, web series, movie, uh, movies, all. Yep, absolutely. I think we should, and I think we need to have Kim back. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm in for it. Okay, I think definitely. I think we might have to do a little homework, you know, and and watch a few. Um, adaptations, reading, you know, we're going to have a lot to, we're going to have a lot of homework for that, <laughs> that episode, but um, we should, probably should delve into tonight's book. At, we really should. Yes, we should. And I'm going to um, your heart, Gata. You're going to break my heart? Oh, no. Oh, no. I know. Oh, no. I oh, liked no. it. I didn't love it. Well, I mean, okay. All right. Okay. I can live with that. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So the book that we read to, uh, we wait. read for today. Wait, hold on. Let's let us get the husband in and get his opinion. On the oh my title. God. Yes. Okay. Forgot. Okay. John. Hi. We got off our political high horse for the moment. <laughs> okay. No, I, I was just having, I was listening in the background and having thoughts in between like the time we went to Longhorn and Bayonne. Okay. All right. There's exceptions to every single rule. Oh yeah. Yes. Like like could have been it, having exactly a bad like day. a like a bad like we were saying yesterday. A bad day shouldn't be considered as the day that the fridge throws uh, frozen waffles at you. <laughs> okay, so I do a horrible job at packing the freezer of just yes. oh, there's a hole. Let's shove it in. That All right, come on. There was a moment there. No. Uh, yeah, I. I Felt it, and then I said, "No, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take that route." I would have, <laughs> but anyway. So I, I know where I'm the one mostly dealing with the fr- fr- fridge and freezer. So if things need to get pulled out, I'm the one doing it, except for waffles. And waffles attacked my husband. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> At least it wasn't soda bread. Reason, oh, reasons were that. reasons were moving. Because the fridge attacks us with waffles. Oh, no. 
Yes. The, the fridge attacks us with water. Who's to say that couldn't happen in our new place? But this current fridge has attacked my husband with waffles. Many times. At, hey, at least it hasn't attacked you with other things. Like, you know, flinging ice cubes. Oh, well. And at least it hasn't thrown cheese at you. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yes. Okay. So my husband <sighs> threw a piece of cheese at me. Wow. He's like, it's not going to hurt. It hurt. <laughs> it slapped my arm. And it made the slapping sound. Oh, no. It was an I'm accident. Still, I'm still it sorry. It was a joke. It was not, you know, it was a He goes, what are the odds that that would actually hurt? He's like, how did that actually hurt? I was like, I don't know, but it did. Maybe it was the plastic. I don't know. This is what happens. We have food fights in this house. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. And the fridge took my side. Uh, I guess. I guess. I guess that was retribution for the cheese. It was <laughs> retribution for the cheese. Although I've spilt many things on myself. Oh, so have I. Yes. Um, it happens. It does. I like it when I spill butter all over myself. That's a skill. Butter. Butter is great. I mean, why not? Yes, my shirt loved it so much. Shout, an amazing product. Okay, so, <laughs> husband. What's, not... what's on the agenda this week? Got as us. far as books. So, the book for this week is called, the title of it, um, it's written by Diana Quincy, and the title is Her Night with Hi, Diana, the Duke. Thanks for liking our tweet. <laughs> um, Her Night with I'm the Duke. Being, I'm being proactive. <laughs> We hope Sorry. she likes the tweet. I'm sure she will. Yes. So her night with the Duke. That's the title of the book. A night in what? Her, her, night, with her night with the Duke. There's a lot of Dukes and Duchesses in oh. this thing. No, her no, night I, with the Duke. I know that. I've I've learned all that over the time. There's a lot of Dukes and Duchesses and Archdukes and Faux Dukes and what's the Duke? Yep. The Vi Viduke. 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 Thank Vi you. I was close. Oh was the Maybe there are Vidukes. We don't know. Yeah. Vidukes with trees and spoons. Yes. So I went on that uh, tirade and I lost my train of thought. What was the. Her night the, with the Duke. Her night with the Duke. Um, wow. One night only. Now you're making it sound like she's fighting the Duke. Is that the story? One night with the Duke. I want you, Duke. I want the the Duke championship. That's how Dukes should get their titles from now on. Mm. World Wrestling Dukes. Come on, someone could like, fight. You don't Harry get belts. You just titles? get titles. Which I guess you know, belts. Another name for belts in wrestling world is titles. So, yes, let's make Sam Hewen a Duke. Let's let, let that happen. Scott, are you on board for that? Sam Ewan, champion of the world. And kilts. Absolutely. And kilts. And kilts. That show was a delight, I must say. It really is. I love that show. Have you been watching it, Gata? No, I have not. Not yet. <gasps> Gata. I, I, I will. With all the heaviness in the world. Mm. Guys. <sighs> they, I, teach the you a, they teach you a lot about things in Scotland. 
Well, I will watch it, guys. Of course I will. I'm just saying, if you need a respite, a true respite, watch Men in Kilts. You know what, Carl? We we can't uh, be too hard on God. I should watch the Snyder Cut twice. I did. I did. (laughs) Wow. I did. Gotta. Mm. Listen, I needed something to... To, to to watch it while I was painting and doing things. So I was like, oh, I'll watch well, it again. That makes sense. And you know how how long it's going to be. So if you're like, oh, I, I only need three hours, then I'll, I'll watch the end of the fourth hour. <laughs> Paint for the That's... three, watch the fourth. Yeah, right? Yeah, I'd watch the opening and then work through the latter three. Maybe. Or, or split the difference. Work like, watch the first half hour work and then watch the last half hour in two minutes. Husband, yeah. I sense you're procrastinating trying to figure out what's going on with this title. No, I'm really not. <laughs> I thought I pretty much said it should be a fight. Okay. It should be, as I'm watching WWE on Peacock uh, non-spawn. Oh. Well, and... there is a fight in the opening of the book, so maybe I'll give it to you. Yeah. An almost she, fight. She wants to be... We'll, we'll use the, the generic name Jane. Jane is... Jane is the lady who's looking for the Duke. She wants to be the Duke for once. She's like, you know, a, a pox on this whole, I need to be married to a Duke or something like that. I want to be the Duke. So that she would gets be in the ring and book. she says, Duke, I want you in the ring. You oh, know, okay. Okay. Before that last, I want you in the ring. That would be an amazing book. Don't you think? Like, oh, a, yeah. A girl fighting the woman, I should say. Fighting the Duke for his title. Oh, that would be interesting. All right, Roman authors that are listening, like Lady Light, she could be like. Listen, if there's any, if there's any wrestling fans out there, there are awesome women that wrestle. There are. Oh yes, there are. Yeah. Yes. I haven't brought this up to my wife yet, but there was a really great uh, and bloody at that match on Wednesday night. (laughs) Okay, we'll oh, save wow. this for after the pod. Anyway. <laughs> Go back well, to your thank you. I'm going, I'm leaving. Goodbye, thanks for the salad. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. 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 Love you. Uh, yes, I would. I actually would really want to read that book where she fights for the title. Oh, yeah, that would be actually a fun book. It would be. Um, Make it yeah. happen. I'll, I'll try. I'll, I'll try. I'll, no, I'll to, the, to any of the romance authors who have listened to our podcast and may be continuing to listen to our podcast, if you are uh, interested, that that, that storyline's up for grabs. You're totally welcome to have it. Please just put us in the, co- in the uh, you know, thanks, thanks for the idea page, <laughs> the bibliography or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That would be nice. That, that's all we want. Um, so, yes. I liked it. I didn't love it. And I think uh, my issue was with the Duke himself. Mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling him. Okay, let's start. Let's start over. Okay, so the yes. story is um, let me tell you what the synopsis is. So the book is Her Night with the Duke um, by Diana Quincy. And it is um, a book. Um, so basically in it, it's, um, oh my God, the heroine is, 
the heroine is named Delilah. Le- Leela, isn't that Leela. Like- well, yeah. because in Arabic it's Dalila. Dalila. It's I was not thinking Delilah, of- it's Dalila, so that's why it's Leela at the end so, of it. Yeah, but is that how, so I've, I've been pronouncing Samson and Delilah wrong this entire time. Should it have been Delilah? I mean, in Arabic, it is Delilah, yeah. But, I mean, it's Delilah in the the English version of the book is Delilah. Um, so, um, so, basically, uh, she's the widow of the um, Earl of something. Hold on. I can't, I can't believe this. It's not opening. <laughs> Hold on. The Earl of Sandwich. No, wrong Earl. No, um, it's the Earl. Yeah. Oh God, no. Go I will always default to the Earl of Sandwich. <laughs> I mean, yes. Listen. Okay, so, um, Lady Delilah, Delila, Delilah Chambers. Um, she is um travels. So she's the widow of her Lord Chambers. Um, and um, she has be- two stepchildren. Yes, she has adult stepchildren. She got married when she her husband had adult children already. Um, he passed away, and once he died, she started traveling the Arab world and writing her um, her uh, documents or her travels and published them and made money from that. But no one knows that it's her. That's one of the things. Um, the other part of it is that the story of how her family came to England and how they settled there. She's not up to the standard of the British elite or the ton because her mother is from a working family, an immigrant, um, not an English, you know, not an English rose, a foreigner. Um, so it was not fully accepted. So basically what her mom did is completely hide her other heritage and immerse herself in the British culture completely. So Delilah goes into this search of of herself and her other heritage and goes back to the living, um, the living, what am I going? I'm from that area. I should know. Um, The Levant and basically rediscovers her mom's family, her cousins, her uncles, her her food, her language um, and documents all of this and starts published so uh, she's on her way back home from one of those travels and she gets stranded in a country inn because of a storm now she's the only woman and she does look like she's not again she's not english so she's not white and blind and whatever she's a normal person i I don't even know how to describe her like they describe her coloring as dark but like she's like me yeah, she looks she's... like me. I mean, prettier than me, but still like oh, me. Oh, gotta shush. <laughs> um, listen, we talked about with women's empowerment, we are not putting ourselves down. Um, no, no, I'm, okay, I'm kidding. So, okay, so she's not okay, so she's not like ebony dark, like she's not, um, no, she's like, Middle Eastern, she's, so she's well, yeah, basically so she... olive skin, um, you know, right. darker eye color, darker hair color. That she's not white blonde. She's not an English no. rose or what they call an English rose. She's a different complexion, she's other. different hair. Right. She's the other, basically. She's other, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, it sounds um, she, degrading to put her as other. No, but that's how they treated her. So we're right. just describing how they treated her. She never considered herself other. Her father was an earl. 
her brother is an earl she's from the aristocracy she aristocracy she grew up in that um you know environment she knows how to hold herself her and she finding didn't grow her, up yeah, yeah she didn't grow up her, speaking uh, arabic you know no, she learned it when she went back home and you know met her family so she found the other part of her which again it just added to the enrichment of her culture and herself as a person i have a lot of notes about this book and a lot of issues that i have with it and i really enjoyed the story one of the reason why i loved the story and i say loved is because she's not um i have read many books where the heroine is either and i know you guys think that they're not possible they're not there but they are if you read certain authors you'll know that there are um uh, heroines of south asian descent heroines of indian descent heroines of Chinese descent you have to find the people who have been including those right. um, the diverse diversity in their books you have to find them and I can I'm gonna maybe do a post on our Instagram and Twitter and just introduce you to those authors because oh. Oh, there's one author that does not write anymore and I wish she would and I'm gonna you know hope that she would write but she's been writing about them for a very long time even before this happened um but there was never any anglo arab heroine for many reasons and i guess i don't know why but it it takes uh, again it takes an arab to write about an arab i guess um Diana Quincy have um arab um descent in her blood which also like plays a huge part in the story because she uh, mentions places and foods and culture like you know uh, traditions yeah. and things like that that relate to me so much because I'm from the same area as the heroine in the story I did not marry Duke though that's the, <laughs> you know that's no, the thing I enjoyed her a whole lot like I honestly I part of me was like I wish I got the book where she was just traveling like I oh yeah wouldn't that I, be lovely if we read that book Right. Like, I'm like, I didn't really want her in the Duke story. I wanted her stories of before she meets the Duke. Like, because she, I was like, I'm like, man. Like, when, there, so at the very beginning, she says, oh, no, I traveled alone. But she had a uh, interpreter um, with her. And also, her stepson is shocked. And he goes, "You, oh, you traveled alone? And she goes, well, I'm a widow. I'm not expected to have chaperones with me I'm a, I have that freedom to go b where I want to go by myself and she goes I had a translator that's all I needed and I'm like man like that that takes a lot of that takes a lot of guts um and also uh it's a, I'm like you don't speak the language so I'm like that's even more like that would be even more terrifying to me to mm -hmm. like go out and do this but she's like but wanting to understand the other part of her life that her mom was kind of, um, you know, like we say it now, like American Americanizing, which she was like trying to anglicize, mm -hmm. anglicizing. Is that a word? I think so. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll which, make it today. Yeah. Uh, her mom was trying to anglicize herself as best she could to fit into the world. So that way her children could be accepted and so on and, and, so forth again things that still occur today believe it or not mm -hmm. uh, 
especially in light of things. Um, and I just, I thought, I was like, man, I, I just want her stories about her travels. Like, I want to read these books that she's um, writing under a pseudonym. Uh, you know, like, I would, I'm like, I want that story. And she was very intriguing. And like, she doesn't, she does not take any bullshit. She is not mm-hmm. that lady. Um, of which I was just like, oh, okay. So she, like, I thought she was great from the get-go. It was just the Duke was kind of falling flat for me. I enjoyed the Duke. I really liked both of them. I liked her a lot and I liked him. Um, I think the thing with the Duke is that he was, I think she was the star of the show. Mm. And we usually don't get that. We usually get mm. that the man is so manly and like, so like, you know, he's the star of the show and the woman is like following him in a certain way. She was the main event, and he's kind of like a secondary. Mm. And but what I really enjoyed about it is that even though they both had a connection, and mm. you can tell that it was a very strong connection, she would sacrifice that for her stepdaughter because she loved her that much. Yeah, and it just. I don't know. And he would do that for her because he could have break it off. He could have said, you know what? No, I'm not. I'm not doing this. But he wanted to please her and not put her in this awkward situation. And he's like, you know what? I guess I guess I'm doing this. And I honestly wondered how this is going to work out because I was like, how is this going to work out? This is not right. going to work out. And but, you know, uh, Diana did a really good job and it worked out. Um very well but I think what really I liked about Hunt is that he stood up for her in so many little ways that he appreciated her culture and her knowledge um and her food right he was yeah he was never degrading he was very accepting yeah Yeah. um well okay so the first scene uh that the the night that they have very okay listen not that first that is not safe for work at all. Oh, no. Oh, no. That was really good. Yes. No, I agree. I, like, I said, like, I liked their first interaction, and he's intrigued by her, and he automatically associates. He goes, oh, yeah, I've just read this book. And he mentions this book. Oh, you should read it. Oh, she's really been writing it all along. We know that. Yeah. As but he doesn't know that yet. Um, and, of course, knowing what the story was going to be. I was just like, okay, how is it going to play out? Cause it's, it's, it's going to get very pal- Like it's like how we had last week with the soap opera. This is a different level of the soap opera. Um, you know, wanting to know how it plays out. And of course I'm like, okay, so hearing her stepson is an asshole and then meeting her stepson. I was like, Oh, Oh, you know, when you meet a character on a page and you're like, Oh, okay. She said X about you. And then you meet him and you're like, Oh, you're leaving that bad taste in my mouth. Like, mm-hmm. as I'm reading you, like, yeah, not mistaken. Like, you are, I don't know how I feel about you. Like, it's that weird taste after you've eaten almonds. Yeah, yeah. Like, that 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 flat taste in your mouth, and you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I equated him to that. Uh, just, that's how I felt. Um, and how, how nasty he is to, like, I understood to a point where he was coming from at first of like, okay, he has this mother and then his dad goes and marries like somebody who's two years older than he is. And that's like, 
that can mess with anybody. I mean, I, I don't, I could, like, I could see where he was coming from with that, but I was just like, you don't have to be that kind of level of an asshole to her. Like, you know, she deserves, like, we, you don't have to be besties, but you could at least show her some respect. Mm-hmm. Like, the, she's wearing pants in her bedroom, and he's like, are you seriously wearing pants? And she goes, I am alone in my bedroom. Who am I offending? Exactly, yeah. And I, I think, and it, it's also, you wonder, again, if his father had married a 17-year-old who was white, you know, like, same skin, to, would he have had the same reaction to her? I think he would have some, not fully, Right, yeah. he would have like, yeah, I don't like you because you're my stepmother. But he um, propositioned her. Mm. He wouldn't have taken advantage of her and tried to steal her money. Nope. I think he would have been very cold towards her, but he wouldn't have treated her disrespectfully. I think her being of a different um, um, heritage um, it affected him for sure. And made him feel like, oh, yeah, I could do this. No, there's no consequences. Who's going to stop me, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. And especially, Who was going to stop him? Yeah. And especially because his aunt and everyone around them treated her with such discontent. Like, uh, no, not discontent. Contempt. With such contempt. Yeah. It was really, it right. was really very hard to read. But also, I get, like, I got it. Like, I, I understood yeah. like, you know, I mean, I think one of the things that I did not like about this is that the mother completely erased her identity and took on the identity of her husband. And I get it that Leela, it was Leela's mother, Leela's mother. Like, yeah. I understand that it's a, you want to accumulate to the person's, you know, culture and things. But why erase your identity? Why not find a balance between the two? And raise your children to know their heritage and know their language and, and be richer for it. I mean, yes, it was like 1800s. I get it. But like, still, still, like if she was French or, well, no, it would be the same thing in the British society. It's, it's yeah. very, I yeah, think, at that time. Yeah. Yes. I think, I mean, we could go about it, about this. And when I was reading that book, um, Evelyn, the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Mm -hmm. um, how, so the, the, she is actually of, uh, in that book, she's of uh, Cuban descent, but they dye her hair blonde and they make her uh, lose her accent and she can't ever speak Spanish ever again mm -hmm. uh, because they want to Americanize her to make her more appealing to American audiences. And they were, and they changed her name, obviously. Um, and they're like, oh, Evelyn Hugo, it sounds French. It sounds more acceptable. And now that was taking place around in the, like in the 30s, you know, 40s and 50s. And that actually did happen. Like Rita Hayworth was actually supposedly the inspiration for that book. Um, mm -hmm. If you didn't know, yes, Rita Hayworth, that was not her real name. Um, <laughs> so that how, Amer how they Americanized her. I'm not saying that. I like I I get of like she I think it it must it was just difficult like it had to be difficult because she was of a wrong so, like 
because of her social standing. So now it was just another thing that, okay, so if she embraced her, her culture on top of being from a, a different social class. So it's like, I think she probably just went through picking or choosing which battle to fight. Like mm-hmm. it's either like to try to be accepted. I'm not, I understand like, yes, it's frustrating and aggravating, like of why not embrace it? Um, but maybe, but also would her daughter be doing what she did if her mother didn't close it off? Like, would that's we have- true. That's true. I think I, she, she did go on a, a, a journey of search. Uh, no, what? She did go on a, a journey to search for her, you know, heritage and tradition because of how her mother closed that off completely um, in her life. Like, I agree with you. I just think even today we do this. Even today, yeah. for some oh. reason, we, um, as people, as immigrants, we try to erase where we come from and embrace this um, the, this country's tradition. And we forget that what we bring into this country mm-hmm. will enrich it and make it even better than it was. I well, don't think me yeah. bringing my language, my traditions, my food to this country is going to belittle anyone else. I think it will add to it. So why are we doing this as, as, as a whole? That's what we do because we want to be Americans. I can be right. American and I can also have... Unless um, I checked, you are American, God. Thank you. Thank you. I am. I can be both, by the way. It's not, I know, it's not yeah, hard. I'm just saying, last I checked, you are. <laughs> I um, Like, you know, how is it that you're Irish and American at the same time? Was it too hard to accumulate the Irish? I mean, I'm, and I'm saying the Irish because the Irish, historically speaking, were also treated very harshly by every, Americans. Every... I think that's the thing a lot of people forget. And again, I'm sorry that this conversation is so political, but I think this book was just so apt for kind of what was going on in the world and to like kind of delve because like this stuff is still happening. Like the mom tried as much as she could to anglicize herself. Mm -hmm. And there was um, an Asian actress who was on the Drew Barrymore show. I follow her on Instagram. Um, I'm blanking on her name. And she had done a video about like, everything that happened she goes oh she said oh i'm american and somebody had said to her oh no you're asian american and she goes what like oh her name is uh ashley park that is her name i want to give her props where props are due um uh, she has an amazing singing voice so do yourself a favor you want to escape go listen to that girl sing because it's amazing she was in emily in paris um but she's like yeah but somebody said oh no you're asian american and she's like, oh, you know, it's so much more difficult for, like, I, like when you come to America, like, you're trying to erase whatever, whatever other identifier you are. Mm-hmm. And, like, that shouldn't be the case. You can be both things. Like, there's, okay, so this might be, uh, you know, it, it's, there's so many different things. Like, the joys of coming to New York, there's, like, how many different restaurants that you can go to that are, um, you know, you can go to like places like Little Italy or, you know, and, or, you know, go down a couple of blocks and you're going to get a whole other different set of restaurants and you can explore all these things or wait, got it. You had gone to like DC and found like a really good Ethiopian restaurant, right? Yeah. But I'm saying like, that's, that's the joy. Like you get to discover these things and they're not that far away from you. Like you don't have to get on a plane, but it could inspire you to get on a plane and 
go to these places. Um, and I think that's, that's the joy of being American is like, you can discover all of these very different things. You just have to be open to wanting to discover them. And to think, if you think that any ethnicity has ever had it easy coming into this country, um, no, I mean, for most of us Irish, we could assimilate because we were blonde haired, blue eyed, but that's not always the case as well. Um, no, yeah. I mean, if you look at um, a lot of historical, um, historical, what is it called? Oh, God. Like, there is a lot of um, documentation of Irish not need apply yep. at one point in New York. Um, yes. So it, it's prejudice will always exist. Yes. And unfortunately, but what you could do is that prepare your children and prepare yourselves for it by enriching your children's life, by being proud of who they are. Right. You're not confusing them. You're just enriching their life. You're just adding something that no one else has. And that is is a treasure. I cannot understand why people don't teach their children their languages, um, their heritage, their how to make their food. No, I agree. Well, okay. So watching the men in kilts with my husband and there's a small part. It's, it's you know what I mean? Like from, hello. Yes, I can hear you. Oh, I was saying, I was saying Irish soda bread traveled from Ireland to the American became such a big thing Saint, Saint, uh, on St. Pat, uh, Patrick's Day. You know, yep. you make it, you eat it. It's an Irish thing and it's well, delicious and I'm appreciative also, of it. Well, also the debate of like, okay, so I'm sure you heard about the hot debate of who had the better bagel, New York or California. Uh, New York? Yes. Excuse me? But there's also the debate of who has the better pizza, New York or Chicago. New York? Right. Excuse me? But, um, and let's not forget, there's also the debate on actually who invented pizza. Uh, New York? (laughs) No, not New York. Um, But apparently like it existed back in like ancient times. It's in Genoa, I believe. Genoa, Italy, I think, from what I've learned a little. I might be wrong. But I think there could be even in Genoa, actually, having pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So, again, there's so many different, like, oh, yeah, who invented this? Or, like, okay, also, uh, the Chinese invented toilet paper. Remember the thing we were all fighting over a year ago? You're welcome. Because if it was up to the Romans, we'd be using sponges on sticks. Those were gross. Absolutely. And the, <laughs> I'm very, um, very great. Your, your numerals that you use are Arabic numbers. So thank you for that. Um, so many science things. and medicine. Science and medicine were also discovered and um, by Arabic. Uh, well, no, I shouldn't say by Persian um, scientists and doctors. So you're welcome for that, too. So. Yeah, you know, and, and uh, you know, Egyptians get a tiny bit of credit for some things. Beer, they should get credit for beer, shouldn't they? I think they also, they, I well, no, but listen, there's so many things. So, every culture on earth gave us something that we right. need to celebrate right. and pass on the tradition. Well, like, so watching men in kilts, they get a Gaelic lesson, and I was like, man, I, you know, and there's like there's still somewhat of a hot debate from when, uh, like, about speaking. I wish 
I can't speak a lick of Gaelic. I did not come from that part of Ireland that only speaks Gaelic. I didn't come from there. I kind of wish I did. Like, I wish I could go and learn it because I'm like, that is my heritage. I want to know it. Um, I don't think I could get the hang of it. I could I try my hardest. I think I you could at least try something. All right, Gata. You and I, when we finally get to go, <laughs> you go can to come Ireland. With me. You can come yes. learn it with me, okay? Absolutely. Totally. Okay. We we should go learn things. We should take a, a step, uh, a page out of Leela's fabulous book and go do the thing. Travel um, the world and le- learn our languages and eat all the food. Yes. Yes, eat all the food. Um, I did enjoy some of the sayings that didn't exactly translate, over, like translate well into English, and like when she was saying, like what her. So she did have some connection to uh, her family, and that was her grandmother. Mm-hmm. Didn't she have a word for her grandmother? I'm sorry. City, city, city. Okay, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. Um, so I, I was reading this on my iPad, non-spawn. Um. Because I got it from the library. So I was using a lot of define this word. <laughs> and I couldn't find some of the words. So I was just like. Okay. Because it's um, it's more of a colloquial. Mm. It's, a, it's, not, it's not a word. It's not a, it's not a standard. It's a dialect. It's a colloquial a dialect. Yeah. So city means grandmother. But not everyone. There's like places where they call. Um. Jaddeti or uh, Sitto or like there's many different you know versions of it. It just depends on where you are in the area. Um, See, this is why then, I needed to have a translator with me while I was reading it. You and could have asked me, you know. You could have. I know. I could me. have. I could have. But see, I think this is. I mean, as I was reading it, yes, I was getting a little frustrated. But that's me. But it also made me realize of why I'm glad we decided to do this. And especially with how we started this, because we're also and what you were saying earlier, that if you don't think that um, these types of heroines existed or ever existed or that they've never been written, that it's only been white women. No, there are authors that have embraced it. And I hope this month shines a little bit of light on Those, um, on some of them, we will be revisiting them again because there's a vast majority of wonderful, wonderful books to read. Um, I know, I, I think, was it Robin Covington that posted, oh, how long is your uh, TBR list? And I was just like, I answered for us and I was like, we've lost count um, <laughs> between the two of us of how many books we um, should and want to read, especially ones that are at, that are not by um, just white authors. Um, I know, again, I, I know what I've defaulted to, but I know I also want, I'm like, no, I want to embrace this. I want to know these things, but I also need to just have Gata translate for me. That's all I want. So anybody who has questions, just ask Gata when they Absolutely. want to read the book. Yes. Um, and um, I forgot to do this, but I, Colleen, when you move, because I think when you move, it will be a much better, you know, because your apartment upside down my life is upside down so when you move i'll be settled you'll be settled and i'm gonna get you zatar and 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 we're gonna try the zatar that she had you know Uh, that tangy yeah um i posted on my personal instagram my mom made some 
<gasps> that are pies. And I was like, I should get drive this to Colleen. And then I got lost in my painting and I never came to your house or anything like that. But I'm going to have her made it again, make it again. Or we can make it. I know how to make it. Well, um, you know what my mom made for me? Soda what? bread. <gasps> yes. I love so Irish she, soda bread. So see, we both had ethnic foods from our own backgrounds yes we did i love irish soda bread i love it kim made some and i had some of hers and they were was so good so yeah so you know what i feel the theme of this podcast is do not be afraid to embrace your culture um mm -hmm. do i mean i i feel like yes emphasize try to do uh Follow safety precautions. Don't like th don't air caution to him. But embrace your culture. Don't let it define you. And embrace it. But you can you can be two things at once. I think Leela did it. She she um, you know embraced her heritage and embraced being British because she is both. That's her yes. mother and her father. And, um, you know, she embraced her very well. Um, and she found someone who really loved her being part of those two cultures together. And um, loved what she brought into the table. Loved the language that she brought. The food that she brought. Embraced her like it. And I think what I really enjoyed about this book is the angst between them two. Because I really thought they were meshed well together. I mm. thought that kind of was... Um, good for her no. I just couldn't see it happening but no, also I didn't, I didn't know how she was gonna yeah I yeah could... yeah and I well, see, I mean I think that's also the sign of a, a romance novel like you could when you see like oh they don't really go well together like that you need to have that setup of like oh no he's supposed to belong with you know th these two are supposed to belong together not these two um and I was like, that I got right away. And I was just like, oh, dude, be a bachelor for the rest of your life if you're not going to go after her. If you're not yeah, going to. Yeah, exactly. I was just like, no, she she's not right for you. Like, yeah. and you're not right for him. Like, and I think, and it's also Leela's insi uh, insistence of like, no, you should hold out for this because my parents had it. I, it's too late for me. But that 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 is thus another trope of like oh no it's yeah. too late for me um and of it's course too late for me the classic trope of oh no we're only gonna have a one night thing uh huh yeah yeah I know that thing yeah we all know how that works we all know how that yeah works. I enjoyed her writing I have another of her books on my queue um I really really wanna. I, for some reason, I can't wait for her to write the second book, and I really hope it's her brother, Lilo's brother, who we never met. But for some reason, I really want his story. Um, and you should have it, Gata. I, I really hope so. Please, Diana, please make it. Um, and uh, yeah, so it just it's it's. I love this story, and I think I'm I glad have. You did. I I think the reason why I loved it is because I have like this connection to it in a in a way. Um, which is why I wanted to read it. So I'm well, glad I'm you glad, liked it. Yes, I'm glad that it makes you happy. And and I know we've said it before that represent, representation is important. And for Gata to see her culture um, being just, you know, discussed in a book in a positive way um, is very important. And I'm glad that um, 
we discussed it for that reason alone. Um, was that the sole reason to pick it? No, but I think it helps to identify why why we're doing this whole month to begin with and um, to embrace seeing all of these things. And next week, though, we are closing out our uh, book, our books up from other ethnic backgrounds other than, you know, the happy white people. <laughs> I mean, because there's other deep, there's other ethnicities that deserve happiness. Everyone deserves happiness. Unless his name is Charles Manson. I'm sorry. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I feel that's a, a general, you know, everyone kind of agrees. No. Um, <laughs> we could edit that part out. Um, but yes, everybody deserves happiness. Um, wasn't he on like wife number four when he died? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He had four wives. What is what? I don't. I don't know how. All right. That, you know, that's a whole other podcast for a different day. But next week, I actually already started next week's book, and I'm really loving it because um, I got the audiobook because it was on sale. And I also have the actual book. So I have both copies, and I'm reading them. You know, I'm, re I'm letting the audiobook read to me, but I'm also reading along with the audiobook. Oh, what is our book for next week, Colleen? You Had Me at Ola. Ah. Which is, by the way, if if you don't know Alexis Daria, this book is basically a soap opera, but like a in telenovela. print. It, yes, a telenovela, I should say. A telenovela, but in print, and I'm very excited to read it. My coworker goes to me, she goes, how do you know about telenovelas? And I said, uh, wasn't Ugly Betty once a telenovela that they tried yeah. to recognize? Which they, they bring up in the book. Um and I was like, yes, that's how I know. I've never actually watched like a, a real telenovela. I feel I should. Mm -hmm. And I apologize oh God, for should. having an accent, even though I shouldn't. <laughs> um, but yes, I, I, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm not that far. in. I mean, you'll catch up to me in no time. Got it. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm definitely going to start soon. So, um, but yes, I have the, uh, so yes, I have all platforms covered. <laughs> I have the audio and the, uh, I think because I got them both on sale. That's probably oh, why. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were both on on sale. Yes, absolutely. So, I, I clearly, when books are on sale, one has to take advantage. But uh, uh, but until then, hopefully next week's episode will have a lot less technical difficulties. Because, yeah, when we say we're going to record a podcast, we're, we're both saying, okay, Gata, we're going to record at this time. Gata's like, okay, great. And then that time comes. And technical difficulties abound. <laughs> but I think for us, we're going to call it pulling a tour. Yeah, it is pulling a tour for sure. <laughs> pulling a tour was like pulling teeth. I swear that. Ep Sorry, background. Yeah, that was that was pulling teeth. That episode. It, yeah. No, no technical gods wanted to be with us when we were recording that. We had but, to record it like four times, I think. Yeah, it was it was a lot. Uh, let's, let's, let's hope until then, until next week, Gata. Good night. Good night. If you would like to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Romance Bar. You could also email us at romancebar at acpnet.net.